Hello, my lovely, and welcome to the ADHD Entrepreneur. My name is Carrie, and I'm your host and the chief weirdo of Carrie Out Loud. I'm so glad that you found the podcast. And as a woman with ADHD who mentors women with ADHD, I am here to help you harness the traits you contend with and show you how to work with them and not against them. So that way your business will grow and thrive with a lot less stress and overwhelm and you can have a lot more fun. So if that's your jam, you're in the right place. Let's get started. See you on the inside. Hello, my lovely, and welcome back to the ADHD Entrepreneur. Um, If this is your first time, welcome. And if you haven't heard any other episodes and this is your first, I would say go back to episode 59, which was where the podcast kind of changed over to ADHD. Um, Everything before that is about business and anxiety. So if you want to listen from the beginning, feel free to do that too. But the meat and potatoes of the beginning uh, where I went into and started talking about ADHD because of my own diagnosis and all of that jazz is episode 59. So check it out if you are new. Um, but welcome to everybody. My name is Carrie. I'm the chief weirdo and mentor uh, extraordinaire of Carrie Out Loud. And I have decided what I'm going to do with these episodes is <clears throat> I'm going to divide them. I'm going to call some of them um, ADHD-focused and some of them business-focused. So even though they will all pertain to ADHD, if you want something more business-focused, you'll be able to search for those easier in the title of the podcast. And if you want something that's more ADHD-focused, where it's more education and information on ADHD, you'll get that there. So this is going to be an ADHD-focused episode. Um, Because one of the things that I've been hearing from a lot of the women who have been coming into my DMs after hearing episode 59, which is the episode where I talk about my entire, um, how would I say this, crossing over the bridge from having anxiety and depression to finding out that the problem all along was ADHD. And so I wanted to go over a handful of emotions that women feel, uh, things that I have heard or things I personally experienced <clears throat> as I crossed over the bridge and figured out this was ADHD and got my treatment and started, you know, figuring this all out because there's a lot of emotions that come with it and you don't expect them. <laughs> You truly don't expect them. Um, so what I wanted to do was share what some of these emotions are and what can come up, especially if you're newly diagnosed or you're in the process of seeking a diagnosis. Um, you may or may not feel all of these. That's totally fine. I wanted to give you the gamut from some of the harder emotions to some of the um, better emotions that come with it because they're not all bad. So. With that in mind, let me go ahead and start you with the first one, which is relief. Relief. Finally, there is an explanation for the other challenges that you've been going through that you could not put under the label of anxiety or depression, if that's what you were diagnosed with. 
it gives you some validation of, I knew it. I knew something else was going on. I remember I had that moment where I was like, I knew it. I knew, I knew it. And I had to fight pretty hard to get my diagnosis. And I know not as hard as others. And some women have had it a lot easier than me. But relief tends to be one of those things that you hear often um, is that sense of relief. However, with a relief can come a sense of anger. Anger is coming through as resenting the fact that you may have had missed opportunities or that you didn't have intervention earlier in your life to treat your symptoms and get you to that better place. And anger sounds pretty natural to me. Um, I know I went through a phase of being angry uh, and I aimed it at my doctor. Um, if only he had just, the, 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 you know, but I think I was just angry because throughout my whole life, it just kept getting missed. And as we know, well, as you might not know, but I'm going to share with you here, um, it's only in the last I would say 15, 20 years where this has like started to be on the radar and I've been seeing it around the last five years or so as just really starting to be a lot more out there about why we get diagnosed with um, anxiety and depression because those are internalized and ADHD, we take those symptoms, we internalize those too. And so they get diagnosed as the wrong thing because we don't get tested for all of the issues that it could possibly be. So some anger can come with that. Um, another one that is probably unexpected, that can be unexpected, is grief. I still, still feel some grief over, um, over this because I misunderstood hardships that I had or didn't understand, you know, why things would go a certain way or that things could have been managed so much easier if I had been able to get the treatment that I needed sooner. And so you kind of go through this grieving of part of it's your old self or who you thought you were. Um, maybe you attached yourself to that label of anxiety so deeply that you're like, wait a minute. And now it's like almost this kind of identity crisis feeling, which I talked about in episode 59. But Grief is one that I hear across the board, and it it's grief over different elements. Not everybody has the grief over the same things once they get a diagnosis. Another thing, though, a positive is empowerment. Now that you have a diagnosis or once you get your diagnosis, you are empowered. You are empowered and equipped to seek out treatments. Treatment can look so different for every single person. And I am here to support and advocate for whatever treatment you find is best for you. I went right to meds. I wanted to see if there was a stark difference before I took any other action because I know that even though meds are not a miracle or cure-all, I wanted to see what the change was. And for me, frankly, it is like night and day. Um, and I, in my gut, I just knew it. I just knew in my gut 
that going the med route and trying there and starting there was going to be my way to go. And they started me on Ritalin. And I remember taking my first few pills and just being like, is this how everybody else functions all the time? Because this is fucking great. You know, like if this is how it's going to continue to be and it's going to continue to get better, I remember thinking this is really going to change my life. And not everyone wants to go that route. So the fact that you're empowered now, maybe you want to go to a naturopath. Maybe you want to try mindfulness techniques. Maybe you want to try therapy. Maybe you want to try, you know, um, cognitive behavioral therapy. There's so many different things that you can do once you have that knowledge in your hand. Knowledge is power. And now that you are having that ADHD diagnosis or you're on your way to it and you're pretty damn sure that that's what's going on with you, once they say, yes, this is what you've got, you're now empowered to go out into the world and be like, okay, now I know that this is what this is. What do I want to do next? What is my next course of action? You and your doctor may decide that. You may decide that with your family. You may decide that personally. And it's up to every single woman out there. But I will just tell you, you get that empowerment when they give you that diagnosis, because then you have options. Whereas before, like my doctor, he's like, no, you just have anxiety and depression. We have to get your anxiety under control. And I'm thinking, it is not my anxiety that's out of control. There is something else going on here. I knew it in my heart and in my gut. <laughs> it just kept telling me these things do not line up. So once I saw all the ADHD symptoms and saw how much they lined up so like every single solitary thing, I checked the box because I have both types, the combined type. Um, there's three types. There's inattentive, hyperactive, and combined. And used to be ADD, um, but now it's ADHD with two different types and then the combined type. That's how they're looking at it now. Some places you'll still see ADD, um, but from the research that I've done, They've changed ADD to ADHD inattentive, and then you have ADHD hyperactive, uh, and then the combined, like I said, which I'm an overachiever, so I have both, <laughs> I have the combined part. Um, the next thing, frankly, is sadness. You may feel sad. You may realize the toll that ADHD has taken on your self-esteem and on your relationships and work, and academics, if that's been your jam, you know, why have you struggled so hard in school? There's this sadness that comes with this where it's like, man, if I had only gotten treatment sooner, certain things might not have gone the way that they went, and and you feel sadness. It's like, it's a loss. That's why I said that grief is a huge part of it. Sadness goes with that grief. It's like a loss of who you thought you were and a not understanding fully who you are yet um, and having to figure out who you are after however many years. For me, it was 49 freaking years and it, it really threw me personally for a loop. And that leads also to overwhelm because now... You have so much information coming at you. It's a lot to process. It's a flood of information. It's a different treatment options. It's lifestyle changes. 
it's whatever you choose to do to help yourself treat your ADHD. It can be in the beginning very overwhelming because you have a lot of decisions and choices and actions and steps that you can take. And it's like, what do I do first? What do I do first? Like I said earlier, for me, it was get me on meds and let me see what happens. For other people, it might be getting into a specific kind of therapy and seeing how that helps, you know. So there's there's different things that come with the diagnosis, but overwhelm definitely can come with it because you are already on information overload as a person with ADHD. Your brain is already overloading you with information all the time. And now you have all of this new information you have to try to fucking process. And that can feel like a lot. I will tell you that the overwhelm lessens over time as you make choices and decisions, as you do things that help yourself um, feel better and get better the overwhelm gets less. I, I can say from the other side of the bridge um, that my overwhelm is now way lower than any of the other feelings that, that I personally experienced. Um, but on to a good one is that you have hope because now knowledge is power. You're clear about the condition that you have you might be feeling more hopeful for your future because now you have a name to what the fuck is going on and you now have hope about what can happen for you, what things can change. You can be hopeful of, you know, what lies ahead for you, what changes can happen for you, for for the positive to manage it. You, you're living with it. It's not, it's not, I don't, it, I don't like the statement, I have ADHD or I, I like the statement, I'm living with ADHD. That's just a semantics thing. And that may be something that works for you too. Um, but I don't like to say like, I have this. It's like, I'm living with this. This is part of me. Um, and part of that hope too is to say, hey, some of these things that happened were not my personality traits. Um, you have hope that there are certain elements that you can change so that you feel like you move better through the world and move better through your life. I mean, that's extremely hopeful <laughs> when you probably were at a place of hopelessness when you were trying to get diagnosed and freaking figure out what the hell was going on. Um, so the next emotion, and as you see, I'm kind of oscillating here, is fear. Fear of what's next. Fear of what's to come. Fear of stigma. That's a big one. When I got my ADHD diagnosis, I shouted that shit from the rooftops because I had no shame. I was so happy that I finally figured it out and I had no fear about telling other people. But that's me. That's me. I'm Carrie out loud. I'm here to share things out loud to normalize them more. But I will tell you, there is a stigma that comes with ADHD that we're just lazy and don't get anything done. And it's funny because that is just so not true. Um, it, you know, it's there are literally things we are incapable of doing. Um, and so 
you may be fearful of new challenges, thinking, okay, well, you know, these were the challenges I used to have. Am I going to have different challenges now because I have some, I may need some accommodations at work or, you know, now I'm figuring this all out. What does that all mean? And, and so there's some fear that can come along with this diagnosis, but you don't have to let it take you over. Don't let it take you over because the good thing about ADHD is it is becoming more talked about and more openly talked about just like other, just like mental health disorders are being more talked about, especially since in the last handful of years. Um, and you have women and you, if you have fear, you have women like me who are out there advocating for more knowledge around this so that you don't have to have as much fear around it, that it becomes more of just a normal part of our society, which we are, by the way, you know, like ADHDers have been around forever and ever. People are like, oh, women are just suddenly getting diagnosed. No, we've had it all along. They just didn't know what the fuck it was. You know, now we know what it is. We can call it what it is and treat it properly. I said the other day, it's like, it's like somebody has an abrasion on their arm and they're treating, uh, you know, and they're being treated for a brain tumor. <laughs> it's like you're not being treated for the right thing. When you start getting treated for the abrasion on your arm, your arm gets better. It was never that brain tumor. Do you understand what I'm saying? You've been treated for the wrong thing, possibly. And so now you're going to be treated for the right thing. And you're going to see a difference that the difference that that can make for you in your life. For some people, it's a little more slow going. For me, it was pretty immediate. Once I started taking the medication, I just saw the whole world change. And the more I'm on it and the longer I've been on it, the more interesting things I'm seeing happen that'll happen. And then after the fact, I'll go, oh, I would have never done that before, <laughs> you know? So as much fear as you may have around stigma or other people's perception of you, just know you're a fucking smart woman. You are a badass. You've gotten to this point already in your life without knowing this. You've gotten here. You've survived your hardest fucking days of your life. So don't forget that even in the fear because you will be able to continue on and move forward and you're more informed. Then there comes this moment of acceptance where you're like, okay, you've had all of those emotions, right? You've uh, had maybe other emotions that I haven't named. These are just the top ones that I hear or that I've experienced personally. And you finally get to a moment where you're like, okay, okay. This is what I'm contending with. These are the things that I find challenging. These are the things that I find are better now. And over time, you get to accept that this is a piece of your life and that it may have challenges. But what I also want to tell you is, as you may have heard in my um, previous episode, not last episode, but the one before, is all of the amazing things that come with ADHD that you can use as a unique strength or benefit to your life where other people with 
more neurotypical brains may not be able to think of or go to or be as creative or any of those things. So please understand that if you're in the middle of all of these feelings, acceptance will come. Don't try to force it though. Because the more you try to force it, I know what I did was I just kept sticking everything in a box and shoving it down and finally had all these feelings pop out one day and really went through and processed them and had that acceptance. But it could have been easier on me if I hadn't tried to hold back on all these feelings because I just didn't understand why I was feeling all these things. I was like, I got what I needed. I got this diagnosis. This is amazing. I Now I know I'm so informed. And then the fear and the sadness and the guilt and, the, and not the guilt, but the the grief and the anger. And I'm like, what in the holy hell? What, what are all these emotions about? And then you just realize it's because you thought things were one way and they were not. They were different. And you had to roll through all those feelings and accept yourself. And what's cool is now you can fully accept yourself because you understand that what people have been pointing out as personality flaws, because that's what they do with women. They take our ADHD symptoms and turn them into flaws. Uh, It's not a flaw. Um, But now you can understand that certain things that happen are neurological and you can work on those things. Those are things now that you understand and you know about them. Now you get to go out and here's the last one. You get to go out and be curious. You know, I love to talk about curiosity and being curious. The more curious you are, the more you learn about the specific things that affect you and the more you get into community with other women like you, where you start talking about it and they're like, yes, 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 I understand. Yes, yes, I get it. I get it. Um, or seek out a therapist specializing in ADHD. I mean, there's so many things that you can do um, and you get that curiosity. You're going to find your magic spot. You're going to find it. And as much as it may feel overwhelming right now or any of these other emotions that I've shared with you, stay curious as often as you can while you're feeling these things. Continually stay curious. If I had one piece of advice to you from the beginning is stay curious around it while you are feeling all these emotions. Try not to hide them or push them down. You're going through a process of taking off masks you've been wearing for years, maybe decades. Have some patience with yourself. Have some compassion with yourself because you are going through a gamut of emotions and they may take a while. They may take a while. But don't forget, you're still an incredible human being. ADHD does not make you or break you. It is something that you are living with and you can learn to make your life better now that you have the information. And if you don't and you suspect that maybe this is you, go do whatever you can to seek treatment. And I know that seeking uh, treatment and seeking um, medical information around this may not be around for everyone, but there are so many different resources out there um, that hopefully you can find something that will fit in your situation and you can get your needs met. So 
Hopefully this was really informative to you if you are on that bridge going across into this newer diagnosis and space and place in your life. I want to leave you with one of the emotions I shared, which is hope. Have hope because that was at the bottom of Pandora's box once she got through all of those different things that came out of that scary box. Hope was what was left. And I'm saying that to you, hope is what what is going to be left once you have gotten through all of these emotions. So I see you. I love you. I think you are incredible. I am rooting for you always. And I cannot wait to see you or hear you or talk to you next time. (laughs) And with that, I'm going to end the episode. So I will look forward to having you next time. Bye. Oh, hey, you're still here. Well, thank you for listening all the way through the episode. And I would like to ask a little favor of you because I'm trying to get to as many women with ADHD as possible. Please like, share, subscribe, give a five-star review. And you could even post a screenshot in your stories and tag me so that I can thank you because the more women that this podcast gets to, the more we can help women like us. So thank you so much for sticking around till the end. And I hope you have a great day. I'll see you next time. Bye.